Podcast. It's Build a Big Podcast, the marketing podcast for podcasters, the podcast about podcast marketing, growing your audience, making an impact with your podcast. If that's what you want to do, you are in the right place. If you want to learn how to plug in a microphone, not so much. Sometimes I talk about that stuff, but only when it's in service of you building your audience, making money, making impact. Bigpodcast.com is the website. My name's David Hooper. I've been doing this for a long, long time. Radio since the 90s, podcasting since 2005. I've got a book on it. And right now, I've got Podcasting Jumpstart 2.0 launching in June. It is free. This is the link to find out more information about it. Bigpodcast.net slash jumpstart. Bigpodcast.net, not .com, bigpodcast.net slash jumpstart. That has more information. This is a revamp of the original podcast jumpstart program. 3,700 people went through it. It's good, new version, better, but I wanna make it even better than that, so I'm gonna let you in there for free. We'll go through it together with a lot of other people. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Get your podcast back on track because sometimes we get stuck, we get in ruts. I wanna make it more exciting for you, make it more exciting for your audience. Build the listener base that you deserve. Spread your message like you deserve. Bigpodcast.net slash jumpstart. This episode, it's the audio version of my newsletter. It comes out every week, Friday morning, New York time. It's called Big Podcast Insider. Everything that I talk about is linked at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. And here's what we're talking about today. The good, bad, and ugly of AI podcasting. You know, that's sexy, right? AI podcasting. Is it gonna take us over? Uh, Maybe. Put us out of work? Uh, Maybe. No, none of that. But there are some things that you need to know. And we're talking about it. The good, bad, and ugly of AI podcasting. Also, a free mock-up tool. Speaking of the podcast jumpstart, if you go to newsletter.bigpodcast.com, you'll see how I use this mock-up tool. Sometimes you need images of your podcast within an iPhone, within an Android, within a desktop, laptop, monitor. This is a free tool that's going to let you do that. My old job is now done by a team of 20. This guy was very efficient. And I've got some tips on how you can use what he is doing to make your podcast production more efficient. Back to AI. AI doesn't edit. Did you know this? <laughs> You're not going to get around this, man. We're going to talk about it. Your first podcast sponsor, if you're looking to make money with your podcast, sponsorship, advertising, most podcasters do it wrong. I've got some thoughts about how to do it right and also an opportunity for you to really do it right if you want to dive into that. This episode is brought to you by Riverside.fm, the leading platform to record studio quality, remote podcast, and video. Riverside has unbelievably high recording quality regardless of where you and your guests are in the world and regardless of you and your guest internet quality. So you got a bad day for the internet? Don't worry about it. Riverside's got you covered because it records locally. Uploads everything up to the cloud. Then you can give it to AI to edit. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. No. Then you can edit. Make your podcast sound great. Make your guests sound great. That's how you're going to get more shares, get more people to your podcast. That's how it all comes together. It starts with a great recording and Riverside.fm can help you do that. Here is how to try it out. This is free. They're going to give you a couple of hours to look under the hood riverside.fm. Go there now. Check it out. See how you like it. You want to stick around? Let me give you the discount code. Big Podcast. B-I-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. That's going to get you 15% off. Save yourself some money, man. But first, try it free. Riverside.fm. And when you're ready to go, Big Podcast. That's the code. B-I-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. If you have not been here before, let me tell you how it works. 
I'm going to go through all these stories that I listed just a minute ago. AI, another story on AI, your first podcast sponsor. Go through those one at a time, and in between those, you're going to hear this sound. When you hear that sound, you know it is time to turn the page, just like an old-school children's audiobook. You ready to go? The good, bad, and ugly of AI podcasting. I watched a presentation about the future of podcasting. And you can't talk about the future of podcasting right now without talking about AI. That's what this guy was doing. Part of it, he was coming up with an episode script, episode notes, script for a promo video on Instagram, TikTok, wherever you put your promo videos, various one-liners for Twitter, a Twitter thread. Pretty cool, right? Give a link to your podcast to the AI. It spits out all this stuff and it's perfect. But it's not. It sounds great in theory, but it's not something that actually works in the real world. And let me be really clear about this. I love AI for podcasters. If you go to podcast.bigpodcast.com, you will see improved episode notes. That is largely in part to AI tools. I've got these tools linked. They're at newsletter.bigpodcast.com if you want to see them. I'm talking about things like Cast Magic, Swell AI, tools that I can use for not only research, but also post-production work, things like episode notes. But if you think AI is going to get you out of doing the work that's necessary to produce a great podcast, you are mistaken. If anything, AI tools actually add to your workload. If you go to podcast.bigpodcast.com, episode notes that are a lot more thorough than they used to be. And my episode notes have always been pretty thorough. AI can help me organize things. It can get me timestamps. That's very nice. But I could have done timestamps manually. That's what I used to do. As I'm editing the podcast, because I'm editing my own podcast, people say, what? You're editing your own podcast. Why Why don't you just outsource it? Well, when you edit your own podcast, you become a better host. You get very familiar with the issues that you have as a podcaster. Stutters, stammers, false starts, slurred words. The fact that I can't say the word podcast without really thinking about it. You're going to get familiar with that. Having somebody else edit it, there's a lot that you can overlook when you do that. You come in, oh, I'm a genius. <laughs> that was the best episode ever. You're giving that raw tape to somebody and they've got to fix it up. They've got to make you sound your best. Anyway, the point is this. You're not going to get out of the work. Whether you do it yourself or whether you pay somebody else to do it, the work of producing a podcast needs to be done. And it's going to be a human thing. AI can assist that, but it has not taken over our jobs yet. Here's the opportunity, though. With more and more podcasters trying to shortcut things by using AI, and when you use AI, for the record... It is boring. It's got no personality. The opposite of you. And you've got more people doing that, going into that boring, nameless, faceless content that AI generates. You've got the opportunity to flip that, step things up, bring more personality to what you do, and really stand out. AI is great at episode notes, some general tweets, just a foundation that you can edit. But what it's not doing is it's not bringing personality into it. Not your personality. It might bring some personality, a personality. Boring is a personality. But right now what we've got, especially when you go way out on the internet, say I've got 7 billion trillion sources of data for this. No, 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 no. You don't want that. If anything, when you use AI, you want it to only look at what it is that you're doing. If you could have AI set up where it goes into your past 100 episodes, 200 episodes, 500 episodes, it really gets to know you your inflection, 
the words that you use, the things that you say. Maybe we can talk about that. Again, it's a super powerful tool. I think it's going to work in conjunction with you. I think it provides a good opportunity to shortcut some things. But at the same time, it's giving you all this data that you need to organize, that you need to rewrite, you need to add personality to. That's more work for you. But if you're willing to do it, you're going to stand out from all these other people that think, oh man, I don't have to do this work anymore. Let the robot handle that. That's not happening. More thoughts on it, newsletter.bigpodcast.com. A free mock-up tool. It's called Shots. It's cool. Again, free mock-up style promotion images for your podcast. If you want to see it in action, I talked about podcast jumpstart. You can look at this, bigpodcast.net slash jumpstart. You should totally do that, by the way. It's free. Have I talked about it? Yeah, I did a minute ago, but I'm going to say it again in case you skipped it. 3,700 people went through the original one. I'm opening it up to listeners of this podcast for free to be part of the very first group going through Podcast Jumpstart 2.0. It's going to be you, me, a bunch of other podcasters doing those little bitty things that make a big difference when it comes to audience engagement, bringing people into your podcast, spreading your message, getting advertiser interest. Bigpodcast.net, not .com, bigpodcast.net slash jumpstart. That has more information. Also, you can check out what I did with this mock-up tool. Some nice mock-up options, screenshots, web browsers, iPhone 14, iPhone 13, iPad Pro, MacBook Air, iMac 24, all sorts of options to have a visual representation of your podcast or whatever else you want to do for social media, websites, anything you got going on online. It's a great tool. It's called Shots. It is free. I've got it linked. Newsletter.bigpodcast.com for more information. My old job is done by a team of 20. One of the reasons that people use AI is to get more done. But what did we do before AI? It's only like three months ago. <laughs> Have you forgotten already? There's a helpful thread on productivity. I've got it linked to newsletter.bigpodcast.com. It'll give you some ideas on how to speed up your podcast production process. Some highlights. If you're overwhelmed by email, one of the things he recommends is a tool called Mailman. I actually use Mailman. It is an excellent tool to control your inbox, block problem senders, and when needed, pause your mail delivery. I mean, I suppose what you could do is just not have your email open. <laughs> Who's going to do that? But let's say you do have email open or you want to set it and forget it switch that you can flip and every day between 1 and 2 p.m., let's say, no email is delivered. Mailman will do that for you. It is very cool. It's a great opportunity for you if you're overwhelmed by email, I've got it linked, newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Next thing he says is set one main goal daily. Let me give you an example of what that looks like. Getting an important interview recorded or an episode edited. That may sound counterintuitive. Only one thing? It's easy to put more than one thing on the list, but that often leads to overwhelm. And when you get overwhelmed, nothing gets done. There's a great technique for getting things done called 135. You have one big goal that you want to accomplish for the day. Three medium-sized goals. What is that? I don't know. Upload your podcast. You decide what medium looks like to you. Five smaller goals. Nine things a day. One, three, five. That one big goal, maybe that's two, three hours, four hours. That's half your day. Then the others just fall into place. You've used all your energy on that big goal. The big goal is what's moving you forward. That's really a lot of the work that we do as podcasters. One big goal. 
Are you going to record a podcast? Are you going to edit a podcast? To me, those are pretty big goals. Then you've got the micro goals. Okay, I need to upload it, do some post-production stuff, need to respond to this email, whatever. If you do those, either one big goal or even one, three, five, one big goal, three medium goals, five smaller goals, that's going to get you a lot more done than sitting with a big-ass list at the beginning of the day. Well, what should I do now? That's how you end up getting nothing done. He says, work like a lion. And this is how he describes that. Lions find food in burst. Cows graze all day. I refer to this method as the pulse. And I got that from musicians that I worked with. The pulse is you do a show, you take a day off. There's downtime, there's recovery, there's travel to the next show. You do that show, downtime. You're not working 24-7. Guys that are doing shows every night, going and going and going and going and going, they burn themselves out. So there's the pulse. And you see this a lot of times with creative projects like books and podcasts. There's writing, there's recording, there's promotion. It's a cycle. And there are different elements that you're focusing on. Speaking of that one thing, I'm going to write this month. I'm going to record this month. I'm going to promote this month. Whatever. It doesn't have to be just for the day. It's the pulse. You go all in on something and you recoil and take a break. This is one of the things that I don't think that we do a lot in our daily lives. Used to be, go outside, get away from the office. You don't have a phone on you. You don't have the internet on you. You take a break. You have that downtime automatically built in to your daily life. I live in the city, very close to some railroad tracks. And it's not uncommon for you to get stopped by a train from time to time. I remember talking to my dad one time. So I was younger. He was talking about a boss he had because he worked next to some railroad tracks. And he said his boss gave him some advice. And I've thought about this a lot every time I get stopped by a train. He said, enjoy the downtime. Look at the cars. Think about where all those cars have been. Don't get frustrated. You can't do anything about it. That train's going to move at the speed that it moves. It's going to be done when it gets done. Maybe you've got a train in your life. We use that as a metaphor. But what are you doing when you get stopped by a train? Are you taking advantage of it, looking for the gift in it? Are you going straight to your mobile phone, straight to your phone, looking for something to keep you busy? The pulse, or as he says, work like a lion, or as Jeff Sanders from 5AM Miracle will call them, focused blocks of time, sitting down to work and then releasing that work and going on to do something else. That can be very beneficial for you as a podcaster, as a creator, as a writer, as somebody who, to be effective, needs to show up in a certain way. You could do a show, whether it's a live show or a podcast, every single day. You can do it. But it's kind of like, well, what should I talk about today? We've heard podcasts like that. That's not doing your audience a service. It's not showing up every day and doing an episode. It's showing up every day and being present We talk about the importance of consistency in podcasting, but it's not the frequency that's important. It's not showing up every day and doing an episode. It's the consistency of how you show up. It's much better for you to show up once a week, being ready to do your podcast, being prepared, refreshed, ready to deliver your message with the energy that it takes for your audience to connect with you, rather than give them too much of, because they're busy too. Sometimes, Less is more. Consider that. Focus blocks of time. I love that from Jeff Sanders. I'm actually in the middle of one right now. I'm taking three hours to work on podcast stuff. At the end of the three hours, hanging out with my wife. 
I'll re-energize, then go back to the podcasting stuff. Work like a lion. Whatever you call it, you basically set up everything where you can focus on what you want to do without switching between different tasks. For example, right now, this focus block of time, this pulse, boom, podcasting day, it's a recording day for me. Focusing on that. Editing comes later. So maybe you've got one block of time for interviewing, one for editing, one for promotion. The pulse, man, pulse. Hit it, retract. Hit it, retract. Come focused, come with the energy you need, do it right. I've got the full list talking more about productivity, how you can use these things for your podcast production. It's at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. AI doesn't edit. This is an image. It's at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Have I mentioned that site? Yeah, man. You really should go there because that puts this whole podcast together. I want it to be complete, but there's some things that I can't do. One of those things is showing you an image. So newsletter.bigpodcast.com, if you want to see this image I'm talking about. Basically this, if you're using AI to produce your podcast, there's even more editing that you need to do. I talked about this a minute ago. AI is giving us more work to do, not less. I just released an episode of this podcast a couple of episodes ago. It was about Tucker Carlson and Fox News, what I think is going to happen with that situation. I ran the audio through Cast Magic, AI tool, linked at newsletter.bigpodcast.com if you want to find out more information about this. Anyway, ran the audio through it, and it gave me a list of highlights along with their timestamps. I got a nice episode description. I got a related Twitter thread. The raw output, it was okay. It was okay, but like your podcast itself, for best results, you need to edit the raw output. We have a saying in Nashville, good songs are written, great songs are rewritten. Get in there and finesse it a little bit, baby. Wordsmith it. Yes, it's more work for you, but it's a very high leverage activity because you'll save time for every single listener who hears you. Beyond that, we're always trying to get more listeners for our podcast, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, a tightly edited podcast, that's more likely to be shared by listeners as well as the guests that you interview. You make them look good, they're going to spread your message because they want to look good to more people. So it's a great way for you to reach a different audience. But AI, it's not going to edit for you. In fact, like I mentioned, it's going to give you more editing to do. Is it worth it? Yeah, man. But podcasting is a slippery slope. You know that. You started your podcast. You thought you knew what you were doing. Plugged in the mic, hit the recorder, blah, 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 blah. We don't need to edit, blah, 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 blah. Podcasting is easy. Takes us 35 minutes to do a 30-minute episode. Great, upload it, press it, publish it, good. Now you know better. Now you know the finesse of podcasting. Now you know what it really takes. And this is another one of those things. Oh, new level of work for us to do, yeah. But how much better is it? Go look at the episode notes, podcast.bigpodcast.com. That is the result of AI. And also me editing, because I'm not relying on editing to give me great content. It gives me good content, but like a song, good songs are written, great songs are rewritten. AI is good. What makes it great is you. Got more thoughts? The links to these AI tools that you can use for your podcast at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Your first podcast sponsor, Joe Casabona. He makes $35,000 to $50,000 per year from podcast sponsorships. With 
a relatively small audience. That's the caveat. People think, oh, I have to have a big audience. Once I have a big audience, then I'm good. Eh, Sometimes. Sometimes big audiences aren't worth a whole lot though. If you have the right audience, sometimes you don't need that many people. Thirty-five dollars to $50,000 a year, not bad money. And Joe's got a self-paced mini course that will give you everything that you need to do the same thing with your podcast. He's gonna start you with a step-by-step process you can follow to find, pitch, and win your first podcast sponsor. I once bragged to Joe. <laughs> I said, yeah, I'm getting uh, $200 CPM, $200 for every thousand listeners that I've got. And he told me, I get 300, (laughs) 50% more, same work. He can show you how to do it. It's called your first podcast sponsor. I've got it linked. It's at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Hey, speaking of sponsorships, I've got some classified ads for you. First of all, let me say this regarding my classified ads. This is a section of the newsletter. It also appears here in the audio edition of the newsletter that I have made very affordable to independent podcasters, independent companies that are working with podcasters, I want to help you spread your message. Like I said at the top of the episode, I've been doing this for a long time. I know that it would have helped me to shortcut the growth of my company had I been able to reach an audience for not a lot of money. I want to bring that to you. I've got classified ads available. 35 bucks, man, 35 bucks. You're going to go out in the newsletter and also be on this podcast. It's because I believe in podcasting and I believe in independent business. I don't have a lot of slots at this price. The slots are limited, but if you want to get in and reach the audience for Build a Big Podcast and also the newsletter, Big Podcast Insider, you can do it. 35 bucks. I've got the current availability up at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. You can also book your slot. Missing Letter. Missing Letter. It's an all-in-one promotion platform that turns podcasts into engaging social media posts and helps you solve distribution by finding the best influencers in your niche. I love this. I've talked about it before. Every episode of this podcast, every issue of the newsletter, I put it up on Missing Letter, immediately getting access to 1.4 million viewers via social media. Is it guaranteed that everybody's going to see the ad? No, but it's a great opportunity for me to connect with influencers. And I've been using this for years to do this. It's greatly expanded the reach. I've got guys that I work with every single week. They're waiting for my content because they know it's good. It's good for their audience. It's a very cool system. It's called Missing Letter. More information linked at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Also, Publer. Publer is a great social media tool that lets you schedule to all social media outlets. It still works on Twitter. So if you're concerned about that, yeah, they're going to get you covered at Publer. LinkedIn, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, YouTube Shorts. You got them all with Publer. This is the tool that I use for the Big Podcast Instagram. Username, Big Podcast One, if you want to see that. A lot of funny memes about podcasting. Also, a lot of advice on how to grow your podcast. Super easy to use, super cheap. I've got it linked, newsletter.bigpodcast.com. That's it. Thanks for hanging out with me. If you want to make sure you get every single episode as they come out, bigpodcast.com slash subscribe. That's the subscribe page. Some people call it follow now. I've got three links for you, one for Android, one for iPhone. I've got an RSS feed. I've also got a QR code that you can scan. You heard me talking about this on the last episode of this podcast. QR codes are the way, man. QR codes are great if you've got stickers, flyers, billboards, any kind of print ad. If you're doing any kind of live engagement, you got something on the big screen, PowerPoint, keynote, slides, whatever, throw a QR code on that. You can have a lot of people in your audience scan that QR code from the audience, get subscribed to your podcast 
right away. You can see how it's done at bigpodcast.com slash subscribe and subscribe to this podcast. Never miss an episode. And when you do that, I'll see you on the next Build a Big Podcast.